Welcome to the weekly Comic Web Old Time Radio Program podcast. We sell old time radio programs, Golden Age comics in PDF format, and we have other free podcasts. Visit comicweb.com for more information or find us on Facebook and iTunes. This week our podcast features three episodes of Gasoline Alley. They're called Hypnotized Hero, Fortune's Favorite Fool, and The Defective Detective. Each one is about 12 minutes long. They all first aired in 1948. Hold it, Wilmer. Hold it till I get this phone. Okay, Skizek. Wallet and Bobble Garage, Skizek's wallet speaking. What's that? Yes, sir, we can fix it. We can fix anything on four wheels. Sure, we'll be waiting for you right here in Gasoline Alley. Yes, it's Gasoline Alley, the comic strip that's a favorite in more than a hundred great newspapers from coast to coast. In this episode, The Adventure of the Hypnotized Hero, the boys get mixed up in quite a mishmash of mesmerism. But right now, a word from the friendly Autolite dealer in your own hometown. Gasoline Alley. Just lately, there has been an epidemic of auto thefts in town, all attributed to hot car Harry. So this morning, Skeezix and his partner, Wilmer Bobble, are installing new locks on Professor Fulsom's car. At least, Skeezix is. As for Wilmer, well, Wilmer's mind seems concerned with something else entirely. Ah, there. We're almost finished. Let's hand me that screwdriver, Wilmer. Oh, oh, sure. Here you are, Skeezix. Wilmer, that's a ball-peen hammer, not a screwdriver. Oh, oh, sure. Screwdriver. Here. I wonder why the mailman doesn't come. Will you stop worrying about the mail? I told you ten times, Rufus is out front. He'll bring the mail when it comes. Yeah, if he doesn't go to sleep instead... What's the matter with him this morning? Hey, that's an idea. What's an idea? What are you talking about? When I get what the mailman's bringing me, I'll really put Rufus to sleep. That wouldn't be hard to do. Well, the locks are finished. Professor Folsom will just remember to lock it. I'd like to see Hot Car Harry get away with this one. There it is, Walmer. That mail you've been in such a sweat about. Oh, boy, well, let's have it, Rufus. Okay. Home Institute of Hypnotic Art. Wow, Wilmer, so now you're going to be a hypotenimus. Uh, an So now you're a sucker for something else. And that here nosy there. There, Skeezix, what do you think of that? Take a look. Hypnotism and ten easy lessons. Now what, Wilmer? Sure, see, they, they sent me lessons one and two. Now, you, just, just let me have a look here. Uh-huh. To, um, uh, to put your subject in a trance, look him straight in the eyes and say, You are in my power. Then you say, You will now sleep. You are very sleepy. Oh, 
I sure am, woman. Rolfus, I wasn't even looking at you. I know, but I'm sleepy just the same. My gosh, that's it. I'll hypnotize Rolfus. Oh, no, woman. No, you don't. Uh, before you go into your act, Woomer, how about seeing what that customer wants? Okay, Skeefus. Stay right where you are, Rolfus. Lesson two. Fix the subject with a steady, cold, reptilian stare. Sometimes I think Walmer is almost as dumb as I am. Hey, ski six. Why don't I let Walmer hypnotize me, huh? Oh, Walmer doesn't know that much about it, Rufus. I know, but just to make him happy, I could pretend. Oh, wait, that... wait, wait. Here he comes. There was just a guy putting some free air in his tires. Okay, Rufus, you're ready to be hypnotized. I've got it all studied out. Sure, Walmer, I'm ready. I'm really ready. Huskies? Uh, Rufus, I don't believe I... I know attention to Skizics, Rufus. I'll just prove to him I can do it. Oh, I'm sure you can do it, Wilma. In fact, I can guarantee it. I mean... Uh, now, where's my book? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Here we are. Uh, 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 now, look me right in the eyes, Rufus. Keep looking. Keep looking. There. Uh, Rufus, you are now in my power... Yes, Master, I am in your power. Yeah, he is. Holy smokes, Jesus, even I didn't think it would work that fast. Oh, now, look, Wilma, Rufus isn't really hypnotizing. But heck, my... he isn't hypnotized. I've got eyes, haven't I? You are very sleepy, very sleepy, aren't you, Rufus? Yes, Master. Look at that, Skeezix. He's so sound asleep, he snored. Yes, Wilmer, but I've been trying to tell Wait, let you me, that... Let me, let me see what else I can make him do. And listen, Rufus, you are now a little woolly lamb, see? A lamb. Yes, Master. <coughs> oh, all right, fellas, that's enough horseplay. A customer just drove in with a flat tire. Come on, Wilmer. Okay, Skeezers. Okay, Rufus. Snap out of it. You are now out of my power. Wilmer, look. It's Mayor Ransom's car. Yeah, I recognized it, too. Well, how are you today, Your Honor? What was that you just called me, Bubba? That's not Mayor Ransom, Skeezers. Boy, what a tough guy. I, uh, I saw you in Mayor Ransom's car, so I thought you were Mayor Ransom. Well, I ain't Mayor Ransom, and it's ain't Mayor Ransom's car. Oh, yes, it is Mayor Ransom's car, mister. We worked on it plenty of times, okay, but we Okay, I want you to work on it again, right now. Get busy and fix his flat tire. Oh, then, of course, the mayor wants us to put on the new set of four super balloons he talked to us about. Look, Bub, I just want his flat fixed and fast, see? But the mayor asked us to order him, and we've got him. He told us to put him on first time he had a flat. Well, he changed his mind. Changed his mind? I think I'd better call and him. And I think if you what? take one more step, Bub, I'll have to use this on you. Holy smoke, a gun. All, All right. right, stupid. And I know how to use it, too. Excuse me. This guy must be... He must okay, be... Okay, stupid, if you insist on a formal intro, the name is Harry. Hot car Harry. A car thief? Right. The cops are looking for me, so I'm in a slight hurry. Now then, do you guys fix this flat? Or do I start shooting?
back to Gasoline Alley and the adventure of the hypnotized hero. Right now, Skeezix, Wilmer, and Rufus are changing a tire on Mayor Ransom's car, which has been stolen by the notorious auto thief, Hot Car Harry. And at the moment, Hot Car Harry himself is standing over the boys with a gun. All right, you yokels, get a move on with that tire. We're working fast as we can, Mr. Hot. Mr. Carr, I mean, Mr. Harry. We, we, we work faster if you, if you point that cannon the other way. Stop shaking, Wilmer, and hand me that tire tool. Well, I'm, I'm not shaking because I'm scared. See, it's just, 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 just sort of cool in here. You'd all better be scared. You better hurry, too. You there. You mean me, Mr. Hot Harry? I mean... Yeah, you. Snap it up. Stop stumbling around like you're asleep in your feet. Uh, Rufus can't help it. He always looks like that. I wish I were asleep somewhere far, far away from here. Sleep. Skeezix, that gives me a great idea. What do you mean, Wilmer? Sleep. By using my hypnotism, I'll put Hot Car Harry to sleep. Wilmer, you're crazy. You're... I hypnotized Rufus, didn't I? I tried to tell you about that. Rufus all right, was... you two. What's all that mumbling about down there? Well, here I go, Skeezix. Hey, you. What are you standing up for? Wilmer, please, Rufus. Shut up, you. Okay, stupid. Now, what are you up to? I, uh, Bob, I want to look you right in the eyes, Mr. Hot Car Harry. Well, well, at a time like this, stupid feels romantic. Look, Dope, you are now in my power, Mr. Hot Car Harry. What? What are you talking about? You are now getting very sleepy. You are now getting slightly nuts. I slept nine hours last night. You are now getting very, very sleepy. Look, bird brain, I don't know what you're up to, but you better stop right where you are. Wilmer, Wilmer, he's pointing the gun at you. Yeah, you got some sense, bub. You better stop him before you I... You are now getting very, very, very sleepy. <laughs> Stop staring at me like that, will you? Listen, you other guys, is this character nuts? He thinks he's a hypnotist, but he's gone completely off his rocker. Now listen, you, I don't like to shoot a crazy guy. You are now a little woolly lamb. Do something this crazy much taller on me. Watch out, you get him off of me. I'll help you hold him up, Mr. Harry, and I'll also give you this. Excuse me. Skeezix! You knocked him out. Yeah, and Wilmer's out, too. Don't stand there, Rufus. Tie up Mr. Hot Car Harry with that piece of wire. Oh, okay. There you are. Good. Wilmer. Wilmer, wake up. Wilmer! Uh, where, 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 where am I? Wilmer, you hypnotized yourself. You fell on your face. Yeah, now Mr. Hot Car's out on his back. He's out on his... Holy smoke, Skeezix, it worked. I hypnotized him. You didn't hypnotize anybody but yourself, Walmart. Oh, why then? Huh? Well, what's he doing there on the floor? Skeezix hit him on the jaw and knocked him there. You might have been killed, Wilmer. I try to tell you that you haven't got any hypnotic power. But I have. I hypnotized Rufus. Go on. Tell him, Rufus. That was just a joke, Walmer. I wasn't hypnotized. I was just pretending. You, 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 you mean I... I walked into this guy's gun thinking I could... Oh! Oh, no! Oh, yes. Oh. Hey, look, Skeezix. 
Walmart's hypnotized himself again. Your Gasoline Alley friends will be back in just a moment. Now, a word from your own Autolite dealer. A word about the next adventure in Gasoline Alley. Here's Skeezix. Well, now that we're on our own for the evening, Wilmer, let's go to the restaurant for dinner. A restaurant, Skeezix? Didn't you ever hear of the J. Wilmer Bobble method of broiling a steak? Frankly, no. How do you do it? He puts a steak under the fire in the oven, Skeezix, and then he puts a big pot of water on the stove. Yes, Rufus, and then? The water boils over just as the steak catches on fire, and that keeps the house from burning down. <laughs> Autolite Dealer presents your favorite friends from Gasoline Alley. Hold it, Wilmer. Hold it till I get this phone. Okay, Skeezix. Wallet and Bobble Garage, Skeezix Wallet speaking. What's that? Yes, sir, we can fix it. We can fix anything on four wheels. Sure, we'll be waiting for you right here in Gasoline Alley. Yes, it's Gasoline Alley, the comic strip that's a favorite in more than a hundred great newspapers from coast to coast. In this episode, the adventure of Fortune's favorite fool, the boys run afoul of fast talk, phony finance, and the fickle finger of fate. But first, a word from the friendly Autolite dealer in your own hometown. And now, Gasoline Alley. Slight lull in business at the Wallet and Bobble Garage this morning, so Skeezix and Wilmer are restocking their shelves with new garage supplies. Actually, Skeezix is doing most of the work while his partner, Wilmer Bobble, is overseeing things. There. There's another carton of spark plugs. Uh, you haven't got it quite straightened at this play rack, Skeezix. A little more to the right. Why don't you do something, Wilmer? Skeezix, can't you see I'm keeping a tally sheet? Somebody's got to do the brain work. Careful, don't strain yourself. Listen, what I've been doing is important. Oh, sure. I open a heavy crate and lug stuff over to the shelves. And, and... I put a check mark on a list to show that the stuff is in stock. That's bookkeeping, Skeezix. All That's right, very... Wilmer. While I've been working, that... What's that book you've been reading? Uh... Did you say, um, book? Book, Wilmer. 
There, that little paper-bound thing under the tally sheet. Oh, this isn't a book, Skeezix. There's never been a book as important as this. Looks like a book to me. What is it? Oh, it's nothing, Skeezix. Nothing at all. Gosh, look at all that new stuff on the shelves. Spark plugs, batteries, ignition parts. Uh, uh, Wilmer, I've been thinking about widening our line of stuff. Now, wait a minute, Skeezix. I think we might sell more if we had a bigger line of things to sell. Oh, sure, sure. But uh, let's, uh, let's talk about it tomorrow, huh? Tomorrow? Wilmer, you're acting a little strange. Nothing strange about me, Skeezix. Just playing things safe. No, I figure it this way. A lot of people would buy new cars if they could get new cars. They can't get new cars, so what do they do? They get mad and cuss the dealer. It isn't the dealer's fault, Wilmer. No. They try to make the old car look the best they can. They buy new accessories, new radiator caps, new horns, new lights and hubcaps, new paint jobs, oh, please, new... Please, Skeezix, let's, uh, let's talk about it tomorrow. Wilmer, why do you keep talking about tomorrow? Well, I, uh, I didn't want to tell you, but, um... What I was reading was my horoscope. Well, what if it was your horoscope? Don't be silly. Silly, he says. Here, just let me read you my horoscope for today, and we'll see you silly. Wilmer, you don't believe in those things. Here, to just listen to what it says. Now, this is for me, see? Now, listen, if you insist. Yeah, yeah, listen. Just, just listen. <clears throat> today, the influences over your fortune are most excellent. All right, but what has that got to do with us putting in a new line of stock? Wait a minute, wait a minute. I didn't finish. Now, just, just listen, listen. Mm-hmm. However, beware that one near you is not swindled in a business deal. That's you, Skeezix, so the day is bad for you. And I... that's all a lot of nonsense, Wilmer. Oh, wait, here comes a customer. Speaking of gadgets, Skeezix. Wow, look at him. He's got them all, hasn't he? Look at that radiator cap on the work and flag. It's neon. Wait, wait, Wilbur. Yes, sir. What can we do for you? Good morning, gentlemen. Good morning. Carney's the name, J.P. Carney, and it's a great pleasure to meet two such outstanding business leaders. Yes, sir. Gosh, oh, nice to meet you, too, Mr. Carney. Wow, what a radiator cap. Well, what can we do for you, sir? Correction, honored sir. It's what I can do for you. Plenty, I assure you, and a great profit to you and your distinguished colleague here. Uh, do, do you mean me, Mr. Carney? Indeed I do. I can tell a coming captain of business and industry when I see one. Yes, sir. Now, gentlemen, I've got a present for each of you. Here. There you are. Gosh, I'm Fountain pen. Well, thanks, Mr. Carney. Not an but... ordinary fountain pen. Oh, no. <laughs> Just one of the many novelties in my line. Now, with this phantom pen, fellas, you can flabbergast your friend. It looks friend. like an ordinary pen to me. Ah, but it isn't. You'll write something with this pen, and in five minutes, everything you've written fades away without a trace. Completely disappears. Well, thank you, Mr. Carney. Ah, but, but that's uh... just one of the many novelties I sell. I got a million of them, a million of them. Well, I've been thinking of adding some auto novelties. It's the horoscope. I got a million of them, and listen. For you gents only, if you pay cash in advance, you get half off. Now, gents, just let me show you my catalog. Thanks, you... Mr. Carney, but... Six. I'll get the phone, Wilmer. Yes, Skeezix. And while you answer it, I'll just make sure you don't disobey my horoscope and get into trouble. Wallet and Bobble Garage, Skeezix speaking. This is Chief of Police Snapple, Skeezix. Why, hello, Chief Snapple. How are you? Fine. Now, listen, Skeezix. We're looking for a fast-talking crook who's driving a car with a lot of gadgets on it. Why, you must mean Mr. J.P. Carney. Yeah, yeah, that's the crook, Chip Carney. Have you seen him? Why, he's here now trying to sell us some stuff. Oh, Skeezix, do anything. Hold him till I get there. Can you do it? Why, sure, Chief. I'll just tell him I want to buy some of his novelties. 
Hold on while I tell him to wait for me. Hold on. Mr. Carney, I think I will buy some of your... Mr. Carney. Wilmer. Holy smoke. Hello, Chief Snapple. Hello. Are you holding the mask, is it? I don't understand it, Chief. Mr. Carney has gone. And Wilmer's gone with him. Gasoline Alley and the adventure of Fortune's favorite fool. Chief of Police Snapple is now at the garage, but he arrived too late to catch the fast-talking crook, Jip Carney. Jip disappeared, and Wilmer went along with him. At the moment, police are combing the city, and Chief Snapple is saying to Skeezix, Do you think Jip overheard you talking to me on the phone, Skeezix? No, Chief, I'm sure he didn't. There's the phone there in the office, and Mr. Carney was out front with Wilmer. Uh... I can't understand Wilmer going away with him. No, neither can I. But just how does Mr. Carney work his crooked deals? Well, he sells all kinds of novelties and gadgets. Then he tells his victim he'll knock 50% off if the buyer will pay cash before delivery. That seems like a funny way to do business. Uh, reputable businessmen don't fall for that kind of deal, especially with somebody they don't know. You see, after Carney gets the money, that's the last the victim ever hears from him. Well, I'm glad we didn't buy anything from him. Hey, excuse me. Isn't that Wilmer coming in the garage? Yes. Yes, and he's got a package under his arm. Hi, Skeezix. Hi, Chief Snapple. Wilmer, what about Mr. Carney? Yeah, Wilmer. Where's Jip Carney? Where is he? Well, I don't know where he is by now. Wilmer, you left here with him, didn't you? Oh, sure, Skeezix. But Mr. Carney left me off in front of the bank, so I walked back. Why didn't you stay with him, Wilmer? The police are looking for Never mind, Skeezix. Never mind. The police are looking for him, and he won't get far. That radiator cap of his, that American flag in neon, you can spot that car a mile away. Well, now, about that radiator cap, Chief Snapple, uh, that uh, American flag in neon, you see, I... Don't worry about it, Wilmer. We'll catch him. I was just saying to Skeezix, I'm glad Skeezix didn't buy anything from Jim. Oh, I wouldn't have let Skeezix get in any kind of deal today. That's why I took Mr. Carney away from the garage. Wilmer, you took Mr. Carney away? Sure, Skeezix, my horoscope, remember? It said the influences on my fortune are excellent for today, but to beware that someone near me didn't get swindled. Wilmer... Well, what, what, are you, what are you looking at me like that for? Wilmer, did you buy anything for Mr. Carney? Buy anything? Wait till you hear. Yes, sir. By paying in advance, I got 500 bucks worth of stuff for only $100. Wilmer, Jip Carney is a crook, and you gave him $100 of our good cash money? Well, it wasn't cash. I give him a check, see? Huh? A check, Wilmer? Oh, that's all right, Skeezix. You can stop the check at the bank. Uh, uh, crook. Uh, uh, the fact... Is chief. I, I I gave him the check and he um uh, he uh insisted on driving to the bank with me. I uh I I I I guess he cashed it by now. Oh, Wilmer, how could you have done it? Well, how was I to know? I mean, I didn't. Know. There you are, Wilmer Bubble, you swindler, you cheat! Oh, holy smoke! It's Mr. Carney. Yes, Wilmer Bubble, and I shall report you to the police immediately, at once. I'll have you in jail. Well, in well, what did I 
dough, Mr. Carney. What did you do, you swindler? You signed that check with the phantom pen I gave you. I tried to cash it, and it was a blank. Well, honest, I didn't mean to do it, Mr. Carney. It was a mistake, sir. Yes, Gip Carney. And you made a mistake, too. Huh? I'm chief of police, Snaffle, and you're under arrest. Police? Uh, but, but, but you're not in uniform. You're, you're not wearing... Here's my badge, since you insist on being formal. Uh, come along, Carney. Now, wait a minute. No me. trouble now. Come on. I'll send for his car. Come on, Carney. Wow, Mr. Carney, you Crook. Yes, Wilmer. And you see the trouble you almost got us into? You and your silly horoscope. But Skizix, the horoscope was right. Like fun. It said you'd have good fortune. You almost lost us a hundred dollars. Oh, but I got something in exchange. Huh? I wouldn't make the deal unless Mr. Carney gave it to me. Luck. Luck at this, Wilmer. The radiator cap. Yes, sir, Skizix. The wallet and Papa Garage is going to have the only tow truck in town that flies the American flag in neon. Your gasoline alley friends will be back in just a moment. Now, a word from your own Autolite dealer. about the next adventure in Gasoline Alley. Here's Skeezix. Oh, now, wait a minute, Wilmer. You say Uncle Walt is mad at Doc Avery? He was mad at him, Skeezix. They were both awful mad. Each one thought the other banged up his car. They were threatening to punch each other in the eye. But, Wilmer, what happened? Just trying to be helpful. I told him I banged up their cars. Skeezix, do you know what's good for a black eye? I get this phone. Okay, Skizix. Wallet and Bobble Garage, Skizix. Wallet speaking. What's that? Oh, yes, sir. We can fix it. We can fix anything on four wheels. Sure. We'll be waiting for you right here in Gasoline Alley. Yes, it's Gasoline Alley, the comic strip that's a favorite in more than a hundred great newspapers. In this episode, The Adventure of the Defective Detective, the boys seem to stumble into the most mysterious murder and mayhem when they meet a man with a hole in the head. But first, a word from the friendly Autolite dealer in your own hometown.
Gasoline Alley. It's shortly after luncheon time in the garage right now, and Skizix and his partner, Wilmer Bobble, are repairing a flat tire on the big black sedan. Or perhaps it would be more accurate to say that Skizix is repairing the tire... For Wilmer seems very interested in an ad in the local paper. Listen to what it says here about the murder, Skeezix. I suppose I'll have to, Wilmer. Uh, hand me that tire tool, will you? Oh, yeah, yeah. Here you are. Uh, this ad says about the murder. Wilmer, they haven't started advertising murder in the paper, have they? If you'll just listen, Skeezix, I'll tell you. Now, it's an ad for the Bijou Theater. There, there. Ah, huh, tubes like new now. All right, I'm listening. It says, <clears throat> beginning with today's matinee, the most famous detective of radio, stage, and screen, Peter McPeeper, the private eye, in person... Uh, well, what does private eye mean? Jesus, sometimes your ignorance appalls me. Private eye means detective. Haven't you seen Peter McPeeper or heard him on the radio? I suppose so, Wilmer. Uh, hand me the air hose. Yeah, yeah, here, here you are. Thank you. And now, listen to what it says about the murder. All right, go on. It says, Peter McPaper, in person, will reenact on a stage one of the great murders of history and will show how he solved the crime. There, what do you think of that? Well, I suppose some people will pay to see it. What do you mean, some people? I'm going to pay to see it. Huh? I mean, I mean, well, what I mean is, uh, the matinee starts in about half an hour, Skeezix, and... Uh, I thought... Ah, you're taking the afternoon off. Is that what you mean? Well, yes, Keith. That is, of course, if, if you think you can get along without me. Oh, I guess I'll manage. Well, after all, we've almost finished this job. We've almost finished. Wilmer, you've done nothing but read about Peter McPeeper, the private eye. Well, just tell me what you want me to do, Skizix. Help me finish here. The man who left his car said he had to have it by 2 o'clock. Yeah, yeah, it's almost two now. Yes, and he said he wanted the spare put on in place of this one. Huh. Here, I've almost got enough air in it. Uh, when we finish here, maybe you can come to the matinee with me, Skeezik. Uh, no thanks. But Peter McPeeper, the private eye, is the greatest detective of all time. I remember in one of his movies, he looked at a man's track and was able to tell just from looking at the track, mind you, he was able to tell that it was made by a left-handed diamond cutter who owned a St. Bernard puppy and a sweetheart in Lower California. And then there was the time that he... Oh, Wilmer, that stuff is ridiculous. What do you mean it's ridiculous? I mean, detective stories are fun to see or listen to, but it's the police who actually solve all the crimes. Jesus, you are absolutely wrong. Peter McPeeper never calls in a police. No, sir. He faces the criminal single-handed. He looks him in the eye, and he makes him wilt with fright. Peter McPeeper is absolutely fearless. He's... All right, Wilmer. This tire's finished. Put it away, will you, and give me the spare. Oh, sure, Skeezix, sure. I'll, uh, I'll just roll it to the back of the car. I, uh, I guess the spare is in this trunk, isn't it? Yeah, I guess so. The man didn't say when he left the car. Yeah, I guess it's in here. Hurry it up, will you? The man will be back any minute now. Okay, Skazik. Having trouble opening his rear trunk. Maybe the tire's inside the car in the back seat. Yep, I'm, I'm getting it open now. There. I got it, Skazik. 
Oh, I beg your pardon, sir. I didn't know you were in there. Excuse me! There's a man in his trunk! Silly, Wilmer. What would a man be doing in that trunk? He's not doing anything. He, 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 he's just lying here, looking out of both eyes and a bullet hole in the middle of him. Oh. Wilmer, it is. It, it, look. Look there on his chest. A dagger and a pistol. Don't touch them, Skeezer. They're clues. The murder weapons. I'll Hey, have you finished my car? Skeezer, it's him. The man who left the car here. He's the murderer. Well, I know what to do in a case like this. Where is everybody? I'm in a hurry. I've got the gun and daggers, Skeezix. Come on, Wilmer. Maybe we'd better wait. Is anybody here? Oh. Here you are. Yes, we're here, you murdering swine. Huh? Huh? Make one false move and I drill you where you stand. Uh, That gun. Don't don't point it at me. I'm the worst. I'm pointing at you. If you want my money, I'll give it to you. Uh, That gun, it it might go off. Darn right, it'll go off and you'll drop in your tracks, you low. Help! 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 Wilmer, he's gone. He's gone, but he won't get far. Don't you worry about that. I'll call the police right away. Call him if you want to, Skeezix. But I'm rushing right over to the Bijou. This is a case for Peter McPeeper, the private eye. Gasoline Alley and the Adventure of the Defective Detective. Well, the boys discovered a body in the trunk of a big black sedan on which they were fixing a flat tire. Skeezix called the police and, against his better judgment, left things in charge of Bix and Sarge before the police arrived. Well, at the moment, the boys are backstage at the Bijou and. Uh... I should have stayed till the police got there, Wilmer, but I knew you'd get in trouble and. Clear this thing up in no time, Skeezix. Oh, wait, there's a manager. Oh, Mr. Jones! Uh, yes, yes. Oh, hello, Wilma. Hello. Mr. Jones, we're looking for Peter McPeeper, the private eye. And so is that audience looking for him. Now, just listen to them when I pop this curtain. But, but, but where is Mr. McPeeper? Backstage here somewhere, confound him. I've played the newsreels three times, and that audience is getting mad. McPeeper refuses to go on. Oh, what's wrong, Mr. Jones? How do I know, Skeezix? He won't tell anybody. He just wanders around mumbling that he's ruined, he's finished. Oh, well, he'll feel better when we tell him about the case we've got for him. Well, I hope somebody can do something to get him to go on with his act. Confounded, that audience out there will tear down this theater if something doesn't happen soon. I got the curtain up, the lights on. And... Uh, 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 just which way did he go, Mr. Jones? Huh? Oh, oh uh, down that corridor, mumbling to himself. He... There, there he comes. Skeezix, the murderer. I'm very sorry, Mr. Jones. Nothing like this has ever happened before. But <laughs> you... Yes, you murdering swine, and this time I'll get you. Help! Help! I'll get you this Mr. Jones, look. They're running round and round on the stage. The audience thinks it's part of the act. Look out. Here they come. Help, Mr. Jones. Help me. This madman. He has Now I'm gushy. I'm murdering you. Why now? Wilma. Wilma, he's blue in the face. Stop it, Wilma. Stop choking, Mr. McPeeper. Mr. McCooper? McPeeper? Is he McPeeper? Yes. And why do you say he's a murderer? (laughs) He's a madman, Mr. Jones. He chased me away from his garage with a gun. Now he comes here. Mr. McPeeper, the body, the body in the trunk of your car. Of course it's in my car. 
That's why I can't go on with my act. You, 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 you use a d- d- dead body in your act? It's a dummy. The most lifelike dummy in show business. I paid hundreds of dollars for it. And when this hold-up man chased me away... Wilmer I... isn't a hold-up man, Mr. McPeeper. He thought you were the murderer. He's a madman. Get me from getting my dummy, and now I can't go on with my act. But why didn't you ask the police to get your dummy? Oh. No, that would have been the end. Peter McPeeper never called in the police. Oh, I think I'm beginning to see. Also, Peter McPeeper is supposed to be absolutely fearless, right? Of course he is. And if the story ever got out that I was chased away by a simple garage mechanic... You, you mean me, Mr. McPeeper? Yes, I mean you. If that story ever got out, I'd be the laughing stock of the country. Now, gentlemen, gentlemen, that audience, we, we've got to do something about putting on this show. Now, please. Once I have no dummy to play my murder victim. By the time I could get my dummy, it would be too late. Uh, uh, wait a minute, Mr. McPeeper, wait. Yes, Mr. Wallace. I've got an idea. Maybe it won't work, but let's try it anyway. Now, here's And now, here he is, in person, Peter McPeeper, the private eye. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, due to certain uh, difficulties, I was unable to bring to the theater my usual stage props. However, the show must go on. As you know, I use a dummy in my act. A dummy which I've used for years. A uh, most satisfactory dummy, I thought until today. Today, however, I've discovered a dummy to end all dummies. In fact, so naturally does this dummy perform, I'm sure you'll agree that being a dummy must have been his life's work. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, for this performance only, appearing in my act, taking the part of the dummy, that prominent local citizen, J. Wilmer Bobble. Ah, uh, hello, folks. Your Gasoline Alley friends will be back in just a moment. Now, a word from your own Autolite dealer. about the next adventure in Gasoline Alley. Here's Skeezy. Wilmer, please sit down. Uh, Your Honor, if the court pleases, I object. Wilmer, no. The witness, Your Honor, is perjured, forsworn, and suborned. Also, the witness is a point-blank lie. Wilmer, please. The witness is you. <laughs> Gasoline Alley is a comic strip created by Frank King and is currently distributed by Tribune Media Services. 
First published on November 24, 1918, it is the second longest-running comic strip in the U.S. and has received critical accolades for its influential innovations. In addition to inventive color and page design concepts, King introduced real-time continuity to comic strips by showing his characters as they grew to maturity and aged over generations. The early years were dominated by the character Walt Wallet. Other characters included Doc, Avery, and Bill. The typical early strip included them holding weekly conversations about automobiles. An important new character, a baby named Skeezix, which is cowboy slang for a motherless calf, was added in 1921. Skeezix, in a first in comics history, actually aged. He grew up, fought in World War II, and is now a retired grandfather. Wald married, after all, and had more children who had children of their own. More characters entered the storyline on the periphery and soon grew to occupy center stage. There were several radio adaptations. Gasoline Alley during the 1930s starred Bill Idelson as Skeezix with Gene Gillespie as Nina Clock. Jimmy McCallion was Skeezix in the series that ran on NBC from February 17th to April 11th, 1941, continuing on the Blue Network from April 28th to May 9th of that same year. The 15-minute series aired weekdays at 5.30. The syndicated series of 1948 through 1949 featured a cast of Bill Lipton, Mason Adams, and Robert Dryden. Sponsored by Autolite, the program used opening theme music by the Polka Dots, a, har a harmonica group. The 15-minute episodes focused on Skeezix running a gas station and garage, the Wallet and Bobble Garage, with his partner Wilmer Bobble. In New York, the series aired on WOR from July 16, 1948 to January 7, 1949. Thanks for listening, and we'll catch you next week.